Hi, this is Chad Pfeiffer. And I'm Chris Lackey from the HP Lovecraft Literary Podcast. And you are listening to Seven Land Hand. Get it. HPPodcraft.com. It's Seven Land Hand. Woo-hoo! Brought to you by Good Games. Give me a T. T. Give me an I. I. Give me an M. M. Give me an E. E. What does it spell? Timmy. Ah, it's close enough. Time stories like Usain Bolt. It's the game of making a perfect run. Or like Usain Bolt post-career, a perfect run through every endorsement deal available. With more temporal units than waiting in the car with the kids while a wife does her makeup, it's time stories. And this is Seven Land Hand. T-I-M-E Time Stories is a cooperative narrative-driven role-playing game from Space Cowboys that wants to be known as a Dexploration game. Mm -hmm. It was released in 2015 and is a game for two to four players with 90 to to 240 minutes to tachyonly insert themselves into major events. That's a hint to what time stands for. T-I-M-E Time Stories was designed by mathematical mad people Peggy Chassonet and Manuel Rezoy and won the 2016 UK Games Expo Best General Game, as well as being nominated for a host of other prizes. The game's elevator pitch reads as follows. Time Stories is a narrative board game. Players will live adventures in various worlds through the eyes and characteristics of their character. They will have to fight, search, discuss and be clever and convincing to the characters they meet, and sometimes even the other agents. Each player will be able to include the dose of role-play they want into their character they'll have chosen, but they will also need to optimise their actions. Each scenario contains a new world, new characters, new rules, and new surprises. One disclaimer before we proceed, Peggy Chassonet and Manuel Rezoy are not actually mad. However, they're not actually the real designers of Time Stories either, They're the people who went back in time and killed off the original designers of the game, Mavis and Joe Cocklebottom. Welcome to our thread of the multiverse. But what does it all mean to gamers? Standing next to his temporal unit at home base, it's Maddie McFly McHale. I love that reference. Maddie McFly. You know what? I once got called McFly. Well, it wasn't McFly. It was McFail. But it's kind of the same thing. It is. on uh, On a play bill. You know, my name next to the character. They wrote Matt, on a piece of paper. Matt Mc, that went out to everybody. Was well, this a high school? Prank? It was a high school thing. Ah. No, it wasn't a prank. It was. Ah. It was a. It was a proper program for a play. Matt McPhail. I love it. Typo. They made a typo. They made a typo. <laughs> <laughs> and it can never be undone. Matt McPhail. Mm. Oh, man. Summed up my acting career, actually. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what geekiness has filled your last week, you know, time-wise? What's occupied your time? See what we're doing here? Yeah. Time, temporally. Oh, all about time. Gentleman. You what, know, the thing about time, to? the thing about time is you can never get it back again. So mm. uh, here's uh, an hour and a half to two hours worth of time that you're never going to get back, listener. Yeah, there you so, go. So, uh, you know, make the most oh, of it. Just stop. Just turn it off now. <laughs> uh, Netflix. I've got, I'm excited about this one. This is something new that just popped up recently and i've completed it oh good i'm needing something yeah it's called final space okay i haven't seen that one it's animated and i'm out oh no 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 don't Don't, don't be out don't be out don't be out i've taught i've said this a million times love the simpsons love south park never watch it every time i tune in catch an episode back so i go this is hilarious and never go back for more really can't do it no no Oh well, this is this is so short, so sharp, and so witty. Metalocalypse, love Metalocalypse. <laughs> Can't watch the whole thing. Try, you know, I just 
and I own I own all the DVDs because I know I'll love it that much. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, put it this way, um, I, I couldn't stop. I literally, in the process of doing the dishes one night, I watched the entire thing, and each one is about twenty minutes. And there's uh, you get electrocuted ever with the TV that close to the uh, the dishes. Only and the, once did I have once. a near miss. Yeah, where the iPad fell into the dishes. But oh, right. That was the cat's fault. Um, which... Did it survive? Did the iPad survive the? Oh yeah, yeah, it oh, did. Okay, yeah, cool. stick it in some rice, and it was good. Uh, but Final Space is, is think I'm, I'm, sure, I'm surprised Dan Harmon isn't involved with this because uh, it's kind of got that real tone about him. But you'd be amazed who isn't a voice actor. It's David Tennant. Now, who am I thinking of? Who wrote um, Family Guy? And uh, who was his guy? Oh, that was. Um, oh, holy crap! Uh, I know. I just did this as well because he's got another show coming out. It's a live action space. Star Trek spoof. Yeah. Um, and his name will come. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just worst geek, facts. Worst geeky <laughs> um, podcast in the universe. Well, we can't remember Thingy's name. Oh, but but anyway, Final Space well, is about a character called from. Gary who uh, ends up on a prison ship uh, serving a life sentence for, for blowing up the Empire or whatever. A space prison ship. Yeah, space prison ship. And uh, he unwittingly gets thrown into this... Uh, intrigue or plot revolving around a big squishy green blob space blob called moon pie right and uh they go on adventures and there are cat people and there are uh alien there are robots that uh are have like split personality and it's weird it's wacky it's short funny or it's it's funny it's i found it hilarious like literally Mm. The, the jokes, it's that over-the-top sort of thing. It's like that, a Seth MacFarlane kind of Yeah, joking. very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah very oh, much. Seth MacFarlane, that's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy. <clears throat> oh, I'm glad yeah. that came out. Yeah. Uh, no, it's exactly like that, that sort of tone. And, you know, where they take the joke a little bit too far sometimes, but it's ridiculously funny when they do. And mm. Yeah, so I, I'd give it a chance. Final Space, it's it's my top of the pick mm. for Netflix at the moment. Put it this way, I have not watched anything else since I started watching that. Considering there's only half a dozen episodes and it's, uh, you know, 20 minutes long, that's not well, a We did that, we just finished IT Crowds, good from start to finish, four seasons of that, plus one episode on Netflix. Like, a, they just come back and do it like a, a farewell episode, yeah. that was good. But we've been, like, kind of mature, we've been what, what, amateurish, watching uh, Jerry Seinfeld doing comedians in cars, oh, getting coffees. Oh, of course. Uh, did you... Uh, Dave Chappelle. Did you watch the one where he went? I watched them all. Barack? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's good. And they weren't allowed out of the compound. That was good. They literally had to just drive around it. Um, I really enjoyed that one, actually. But uh, that was Netflix. So that's what I've been doing there. The other thing is I've been teaching my six-year-old how to play D&D. Okay. Or as he would probably call it, um, I'm teaching my six-year-old how to manipulate the rules, break any rules there are, make up his own. Uh, and tell me I'm wrong when I tell him the rule. So, you know. Right. We're, we're, tra- we're treading on Mikhail family disputes here. I don't know if that applies to everybody. Uh, but, you know, yeah. that's what you get. When you when you DM for other people and then you try and do it with your own family, I guess it, it it's bound to go wrong mm. because uh, they know how they can push you in the wrong way. Well, I'm, I'm still trying to get my Call of Cthulhu thing because, you know, I have that first novel which hasn't seen yeah. the light of publication yet. And I think some of those, I'd love to run them through as a Call of Cthulhu, several Call of Cthulhu um, yeah. uh, scenarios. That'd be really good fun. Just got to get my head around the Call of Cthulhu rules. And and the... the uh, Thought I'd run it on by the family yeah, first yeah. and then try it on a few mates. You've got to be willing to uh, to let it go too if it doesn't go the way you oh, expect yeah. it. 
Adina Men- Menzel. I was ready to <laughs> sing. Is that her name? Adina Menzel. It's a lot of letters that are not in the right yeah. order for what <laughs> I want to say it. Yeah. So that, that pretty much, that's been my week. I've got no uh, Blood Bowl news this week. Oh, that's good. That's fortunate. I mean, that, oh, why? <laughs> because why I haven't that? played yet. I'm no, waiting until Tuesday. Oh, good. So it'll be a month before you'll have forgotten about it. Oh, so it'll be good. No, that's, oh, that's a shame. Uh, yeah. What yeah. about yourself? What have you been up to? I've been, uh, well, I've been, write, I've been writing a lot, getting onto the new book, writing that a lot. Um, ah, all right. I'm having to do, this, oh, this, is a, this is a shame. It's not geeky either. I'm having, again, trying to be mature, having two characters, definitely monsters in there and all that sort of stuff. Don't worry about mm, that. Of I'm trying to have a, a family, a couple, a husband and wife that aren't doing so well and have a regular kind of story, drama <laughs> story. And the other stuff will come along later on and that'll be fun. But the, that bit, which is just like a regular novel, like if you just cut out all the fun stuff, <laughs> yeah. it'll just be like a normal book and then I'll put the good stuff in. But trying to get that normal book stuff, it's just, I'm decided, I said to my wife, I said, right, I've looked up maybe 10 movies because I can't read these books. You know, yeah. books are like 10 movies which are about relationships breaking up and breaking down and, and what happens. You know, and you cut out the silly stuff like The War of the Roses where it's just a little bit slapstick and over sure, the top. Yeah. And you just want, I just want the dry drama of it all. And so boy, the- we've started doing that. We watched a movie the other day. I'm trying to remember what it was called. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, it wasn't it The Seth- Shining, was it? Take no, sh- it had Seth no. Rogen in it. Oh, okay. um, and and f- my wife tells me it's the wife of um, Heath Ledger. Oh, okay. I, I don't know yeah, her name. Yeah, right. They were they were in it, and the movie had a name. Um, <laughs> and I watched it all, and I'd like some you know kudos for that. <laughs> Seth Rogen, like the weirdest. No, he's it was the strangest. Good. No, no, he's was like great. I enjoy chef. watching him and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. But he's, he's the strangest once. actor that's popular at the moment, I think. He's definitely up there with, with the yeah. strangest people who you think should not be mainstream actors. Yeah, maybe. Because they're so... I like, like where that, the though. hell do they come from? That's, that's what makes me, you know, if you see someone ugly singing, it's time to unmute yeah. the TV. You think, this guy or girl must be really good <laughs> because you just, they go like, oh, are you a singer? <laughs> yes, I am a singer. Are you beautiful? It's like, we haven't heard me sing yet. It's not important. <laughs> You've got like, actual talent. Yeah. yeah. So someone who's ugly and is writing the music and singing <laughs> must be phenomenal and is definitely worth listening to. Oh, you know, you know what I have been doing? What's that? Jigsaws, jigsaw. Yeah, you know what? I, I wasn't going to say, but uh, I think we <laughs> need to have some sort of an intervention because hey, your table. You don't was, have a kitchen table anymore. Where do you eat? That's my dining table. Yeah, we we uh, eat on the coffee table now. <laughs> well, I accidentally got a three thousand um, piece jigsaw because I thought you know the I forgot it was the fifty piece one with Snow White that I did with my daughter would be dead easy. I think I talked about this <laughs> on the last pod or something, didn't I? We've done so many pods recently. But uh, yeah, that's coming along pretty well, and it's it's very calming, very soothing. I laughed about jigsaws several months ago, you did, and now you did. I'm loving it. You I, treated them with disdain. I you did. spat on them in several yeah. you know, times. Yeah. Uh, but no, it looks like I could actually see progress in that thing. Before it looked like a you know a grey cement that's saying, wall. You're saying a lot with the three thousand pieces. You know you've got to do a lot <laughs> of work to make any kind of progress. It's a commitment. Yeah, and it's, it's a, and it's a lifestyle, I believe. So oh, your no, life know. is now screwed. Because oh, I can see myself puzzle. moving on. I don't know if I'd go for another three thousand one piece next. I think <laughs> a thousand piece, and you could sit down the end of the dining table and do it, and not disrupt your entire lifestyle. Have you got tray tables yet? 
No, I've got the, the accessories. Oh, they'll be coming. And the glue to glue it all together when you finish. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, no, tray tables are for your dinner because you're never going to eat at that table ever again. Are you someone who builds Lego models and leaves them up or rips them apart and builds something else with them forevermore? Yeah, no, I build them and leave them. Yeah, I've only just become that guy. As you can see, we've got a few up in mm. here. I always used to be used to build them and then rip them apart, put them in a drawer, and then continuously make stuff. But then I was a child at the time, <laughs> so you know. Yeah, no, no, I, I have to leave them up, and it's like if, if you walk into my game room, <clears throat> game room, I'm, I'm, I have to use my uh, you know yeah. inverted commas that you can't air see quotes. air quotes. Um, simply because I have everything that I paint or play with sitting around the place, just just on That's display. How it's no, it's supposed to be used or it's supposed to be packed in a box or... Well, if it's not being used, you look at it. Like your board yeah. games, you know, you, you, look at, you look at the wall of board games and go, ah, memories. Yeah, I do. I, st- I find myself standing in front of my board game shelf. Naked. Just checking off. And just... Oh, no? <laughs> That's me, just me? Oh, okay. Well, it must be just you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I touch myself in other ways with, you know, meeples the, the on the fields. nipples, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and just looking at it going... All those games that I would love to play again that, you know, I'm not going to pull them off the shelf. We don't get to play because as often do it because no. we're, we're on the slog to play games every month, <laughs> the same game for yeah. a whole month. So we play, we play 12 games a year yep. plus a little bit of extras. Mm. Oh, the big extra. You, you missed out on this because you were busy. Oh, is this a sad? This one's going to make me sad, isn't it? Yeah, we did the Gloomhaven. Well, you'd, it's sad or not. We did Gloomhaven <sighs> weekend last weekend. It was me, Mishka, Aaron of the pod yep. and Kai of the pod. And we played Gloomhaven and everybody brought fancy beers and we're having the remnants of them today. <laughs> it's nice. Got our own, you've got your own microbrewery going on yeah, here. It's <laughs> other people's beers, of course. Fridge, well, they're pod beers yeah. now. You'll have to... That actually, you know, you've, you've got space to start brewing over in the corner there. Oh, I can't do something. What, where fit another hobby in? How? <laughs> what, when, when is it going to happen? I want to paint some uh, Age of Sigma Ghosty Boys. The oh, Night yeah, Haunts, yeah. Oh, wow. they're called. Yeah. They look really good. They do. I really like them. I've, I've wanted They've got some of that. just the right amount of tatteredness about them. They're amazing. It's like those little mazes that you have. Did you see the big idol on? I don't know what his real name is. And he's got his huge cloak and he's about oh, 30 centimetres, 25 centimetres off the tabletop. Yeah. And he's got this shattered cloak beneath him. And it's like a little maze solution. you Because know, it looks like it's not joined, but it is, obviously, because the plastic's just not falling over the floor. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't seen that. But the, the, I've seen... Look, Kai's been painting his uh, Titan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's doing such an amazing job in this year. Very gold. Very. I think he's got a problem there. He likes gold. Mm. But uh, it looks um, uh, amazing. You could throw him into a riverbed and he'd come up with a mouthful of gold (laughs) dust. He's that focused on gold. But how often is that thing going to get to the table? You know, that's that's what I want to know. I don't know. I mean, he plays a fair lot. We're we're going in the 40K territory here. Yeah, we we shouldn't. He plays a lot. I don't know if he plays with those guys, and I don't know what those guys are called. (laughs) Let's call them big robot guys. Big robots, Yeah. yeah, yeah. GKR, but on steroids. I've got GKR up there. I haven't been able to unpack it and play it. I got that on a Kickstarter, and that was a long time ago. Kai keeps saying, come around and we'll play it, because he's unwrapped it and plays it and knows how to. Oh, well, we'll we'll have to find time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, The holidays. Mm, I've been... Because there's a lot of time on the holidays. I have not kicked my Fortnite uh, addiction No, you're still playing it. Like, literally, uh, I had to knock on the door multiple times, (laughs) go around the back, set fire to the backyard... 
and then drive a car through your rear window. Didn't care. And you didn't even know because you had your headphones mid-game. on. Mid-game, can't lose. <laughs> yeah. But I've never had the headphones. I've never done the headphones thing. And it inspired it. We bought a second Xbox and my son can play it down in the shed in the games, in the games room. I love that you stick him down here in the cold. No, no, he's, he's pretty cushy. Actually, down here is a lot better because you get the heater on and you get the seats out and you just kick it and no one's there to bother you. Ah, oh, it's lovely. But, um, yeah, it, it, still, it still amazes me the level of uh, um, dickheadery that goes on <laughs> in, uh, in Fortnite. Like people, people get you down, you're on four, and you're just like, oh, I'm dying. And they, some people come and line you up perfectly and like stand at your head and want to shoot you in the head. Like it's going to be somehow different. Like your facial expression or something. And it's just like, man, this, the same. this person's really sick or 11. And just, I know what they're What are you saying about this current season? I think, what did yeah. you say? The, the goal Viking, is to try and Viking theme. explode people. Oh, no. Well, you get, you get season goals. Or we, and you get seasons. And within a season, there's multiple weekly goals. And this week, it's uh, you've got to kill people with exploding... <laughs> um, like dev- you know, like hand grenades and uh, stink bombs and uh, rocket propel grenades and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, that just sounds so juvenile, but oh, so much fun. Have you ever had a, like a this 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 little, little grenade launcher thing, and you're running around at the back of your line of troops, and you know that the other guys are in front of you somehow, and you're just going dunk 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 dunk, firing it over the top of yeah. them, just aimlessly. And I thought, I didn't get anyone, I didn't kill anybody. And then I finished my game, and you can look at the stats for your game. You know, if yeah. you kill someone, you might, it's like 100 points of shield, 100 points mm. of life, and then they're down. And, um, and it came up with, like, I did about 460 points of damage. In my mind, I'd never shot anybody, I didn't see anything, yeah. I missed everyone. But at the end, I was just like, oh, that was rubbish. And I looked at my stats and went, 460, how it? Oh, dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> yep, yep, that's how that happened. You know, I've done that in real life. <laughs> Uh, what they call it in the army is battle inoculation. Okay. So you've got to get your battle inoculations in both arms where you've got uh, your squad mates on to the left and right of you sort uh-huh. of uh, while you've got what they call the wombat gun, which is literally it's a, it's a grenade wombats. launcher firing grenades out in front of you while everyone's sort of moving towards the area that you've just exploded. Oh, okay, because it's yeah. clear. Because it's clear. But yeah, you'd yeah, sprain an ankle on the uneven turf. Uh, well, my problem was trees. Uh, trees oh, always seemed to get trees. in my way, and then the things bounced back a little bit. Oh. But, uh, yeah. That's not good. No, no. I left the army after that. Yeah. You killed a few I people. did win an Iron Cross. Oh, did you? Yeah. Were you playing, <laughs> role-playing in German or something? Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you see me out there on Fortnite, it's Dr. Dave Hellboy. Try not to be... Uh, vindictive and horrible, but if you're playing mm. and you want to get in a squad, I'm up for it. Yeah, I'm Matt Marine, and I suck. Oh, yeah, I'm not that great either, but I can I can handle myself. You know, dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> I'm good on the sniper too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. like that. It seems it's so gratifying just to be like a million miles away from each other and it's like, and he gets, and they're gone. Mm. <laughs> I like to cam. That's my. I'm just saying. Look at these sickos like shooting people in the head point blank. <laughs> I like to do it from you know like 300 yards. <laughs> yeah. Whatever a yard is. So you don't have to look at the whites of their eyes. Exactly. I don't want to feel like I've hurt anybody. <laughs> All right. Let's call it a, call it a, a wrap and uh, and get in some time stories. Hey, eh? go for it. Win time stories by commenting on the Facebook page for this show, episode one hundred and twenty six at facebook.com slash sevenlandhand. We'll announce last month's winner of Decrypto later in its and twos. 
This month, to draw a winner, Good Games HQ simply went forward in time to see who they gave the game uh, to. Uh, the name of that person will be mm. revealed as the winner later in the show. It's a fascinating time travel thing, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's just, amazing just, that we can do it now. Just do it, yeah. And every month, Good Games are offering our listeners a special offer on the game we review. This month, it will be Time Stories. No lie, that's the truth. While stocks last, seven hand land listeners, seven, seven land hand listeners can get 10% off Time Stories at every ah. Good Games store in our timeline. No others, okay? So you can't go back to 1982 and... Uh, 1955. Or 1913. 1955's when it's out. Is it? Back to the Future. Oh, of course. Check that you have enough temporal units to get to your nearest Good Games store. With View the tableau before you and state the correct characters. Staff member. This month's password. You, you messed that up. And state to the correct character. Um, see, I'm reading in time. You know, when member. you're reading things backwards and forwards in time, they tend to get out of order here. The password is, where we're going, you don't need roads. For all of August. Where we're going, you don't need roads. And that's while stocks last. Ooh, August. Now on with the show. Time stories. Yes, welcome back yeah. to the future. Good musical break, that one. Uh, all right, so time stories. It's it, What's the objective of this game? Because you can't really say what the narrative is because this is spoiler-free. Correct. Um, so what is the general objective? Well, I can, we I can give you a little bit of a narrative as well. Yeah. The, the, narr- the story behind the game. It's the story behind the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So as temporal... Agents, time agents, your responsibility is to go to certain points in time where there have been disturbances and find whatever the disturbance is and correct it or apprehend it or change it. Is this because other people have already started going back in time and messed things up, isn't it? I've read something along the the lines of that. I think that may have something to do with the wider story, but to be honest, I don't know that. I haven't gotten that far. All I know is that there's an angry bald guy (laughs) in Paris, Bob, which is a ridiculous (laughs) thing to name a call. He doesn't look like a Bob one bit. Well, do you know who he does remind me of? Even though he's he's, feel like he's yelling at us at the beginning to say, right, you have to go sort this out and off you trot. Well, that's it. That's literally, that's the narrative. So he's Mm. responsible. He's your handler, if you like, and he's uh, sending you. This isn't a spoiler, by the way, because it's literally in every game. It's in every game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You start off in this uh, room at the time agency where you're uh, getting a briefing, and that's, that's standard across all of them, Bob. Uh, or as I, I like to think of him as the, the captain from, uh, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay, I'm not uh, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> People will know who Straight I'm talking off, about. Bob is your first tip. Yeah. That the, the, the grammar and the English translation yeah. in this game is appalling. It, it, it's it, dreadful. Yeah, it's, I can't hide that fact. <laughs> It's so it really, really maybe, bad. You know what? Maybe we should get that out of the way straight yeah. up. And yes. so that way we don't have to talk about it anymore. Um, obviously, that, that to get an lang- English language version, they have to run it through uh, a process where somebody who has an understanding of English... They didn't have anybody. Inter- no, clearly they didn't because what they've done is, I think, I guess they've gone to their French, uh, their English-speaking French editors, Mate. people. No, no, not editor. Mate, mate, friend, neighbor. Yeah. Which is really sad because it leaves for a lot of issues when you get to rules, clarifications, and story points where you can clearly, uh, any, you know, if you've got a, a brain about you, you can, you can clearly come up with the right answer or infer. Mm. But it takes you out of the game. 
yeah. temporarily, which is, is which is annoying. That, that is my that's my one takeaway bad thing. Is it just mm-hmm. it, it does derail you on occasion from the narrative of, the, of each because yeah. each expansion is the narrative, correct? Isn't it? Yep, yep. Because the board is amazing in the fact that it's uh, and this is the good start parts of it is it's a blank canvas almost literally. It's a it's a white box, white board, white everything, and with um, a layout on the board <clears throat> that allows you to create a tableau of um that's pretty sexy isn't it it is it's very nice yeah and um and also a a general overhead map location yep and um and then some general objectives a time tracker yep Um, well they've they've coined a term which is exploration i don't i don't agree with that either you don't (laughs) agree with exploration i can see what they're saying i'd feel clever if i came up with it but I'd, I'd be embarrassed about it. About two months in, I'd be going, oh, we need something better than that. I've got to take it back. Um, oh, it sounds silly. The way every, every time, and I'll start with the scenario. Once you open the box, what you've literally got, you've got a bunch of components, which these yeah. get sorted out into little piles. This is the core set yeah. box. Yeah. Yep. So you've got uh, tokens that represent your agent, which is a, a big wooden cylinder with a colored sticker on it. Yeah. You have to put the stickers on yourself. That's, well, that's fine. Uh, you've also got a little version of the big round cylinder with a sticker on it. That's also yours. Yeah. That just tells you who is That who. tells you who's who. Yeah. yeah. So you don't forget. So you can remember which color you are. Yeah. You've got a token for time which is a little uh, Pac-Man-looking thing. Yep. But that isn't Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of dice which have skulls and bursts and... Double uh, bursts. Double bursts and on nothing. it. And nothing, yeah. And then there's a time dice which has a number of, again, those little Pac-Man time symbols that uh, you Indicate roll. how much time is spent. Is spent, between. yeah. Yeah. There are some really there are some really cool features of this game. Other side from that, you've got a bunch of tokens in uh, four different colours which are the yellow, brown, green, and blue, and they're resource tokens. But what they actually are is determined by the scenario. So in one scenario, they could be cocaine. In another scenario, they could be bullets. In another scenario, they could be... In one game, I tried snorting it, and I shot myself (laughs) in the head. Yeah, it was a sad... I think we played that one wrong. But anyway, uh, there's also tokens or which look like shields which are basically your threat or, or they represent your opponents or the task you need to complete yeah it's like the level of challenge that you have to come up yeah. with and they're if very the, if simple there's, if there's something dangerous within it represented by the red skull yeah red skull and that means it does you harm directly mm. or there's the time symbol on them which means it does you you lose time as a result going to do me harm matt have i got life have you got life yeah you do have life, <clears throat> so you, we'll get onto that in a second. Yeah. The last, uh, you've got health tokens, That's which are a little, little hard. To. Yeah, I was little, segueing. There. I was thinking of something else. Oh. Uh, the little hearts, um, little dots. You got those, and then there are these little. Uh, they're code squares that have different the keys. Keys. The, the squares with a different um, map, a different symbol on it, which yeah. it represents a key that you can lock within the tableau that I was talking about which earlier. Is really on. nice. That's very, yeah. very, very elegant. So all of these things together, if you look at them, they're they don't look like much, but once you add the scenario, they Is take it? on a whole new. There's a point. mystery cylinder. Well, that's there. no, that's your location. So there's a little one, oh, little right. blank cylinder that represents your location. Did we use in that? the game? Yeah, we did. It's so a, streamlined. I didn't even see you use that. Right? <laughs> um, but then when you add the scenario on top, all of these things 
have purpose and meaning mm. and they take oh. on a whole new set of attributes. And in the core, in the core box, yeah. does it come with a scenario? It does. It, it does. It comes with one it scenario, comes one scenario. Yeah. <clears throat> which for the price of the game is a very contentious issue. Right. Uh, yes. So you get one base scenario, which is a full-length scenario, so no complaints there. Yeah, it's a big one. Not but it, it is the first one that they released, of course. Yeah. Which there were what was it? What's this one called? You know, it's probably asylum. Oh, asylum! Yeah, yeah. So set in a nineteen twenties mental asylum in in Paris, France. Mm. I think it's Paris. Anyway, uh, so that's your starting scenario. So yeah, you get to meet characters like Bob, who's the the handler for your agents. Bob. Laura, who's the AI for the organization. You learn about caissons, which are the, the little capsules. Capsules you jump, you jump in. Yep, look like Boba Fett ships. And Slave one. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, however, unlike, uh, well, I was going to say like <clears throat> 60s or 70s te- television shows like Time Tunnel where you jump into a swirling circle and end up, mm. go directly to where you are. No, no, you're playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. Literally, you are releasing <laughs> your mind that, from it? your body yeah. and your mind jumps into the bodies oh. of what are called receptacles. I release my mind from my body when I'm standing in front of my games uh, cupboard. <laughs> so do I. And then I, you know, come back to reality and yeah, sorry. go and do something else. But, uh, yeah, the, you're jumping into the body, the minds of a receptacle. And then you well, have... Receptacles are just people in, they are. back in the, in yep. the day in which you're traveling yep. to. You have all their knowledge. You have all their uh, skills and attributes. And on top of that, you have this connection between your other agents that, that in like a psychic connection because mm. of the case on. So you can... You're only travelling you know, backwards in time, aren't they? There's no... Because you're uh, going back to... Is, is, has there been any stories or at least where you're going well, to the future? They're in the expansions, oh, I guess we're moving so fast through this because you know, we want to stay spoiler-free. Oh, yeah. Um, there, are all, there are several expansions out. The first one to release was the Marcy case, which sends you back in uh, back to 1992. Mm. Uh I'm not going to give away the theme or anything like that, but there's a, there's a cassette a, on a, the cover, an audio cassette on the cover. Very eighties, so, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that that's and what that on the box says: the Marcy case, 1992 NT. Right. Can I just say 1992? Very eighties. Yeah, and apparently, <laughs> if you if you listen to Paul Mattingly, yeah. uh, it's the greatest year. 1992. Yeah, he says the best year. Oh, why is that? Because of stuff. Uh, Lots no, of stuff. 86 for me. Oh, uh, really? Uh, no, no. He was, he was 50 Van Halen. He was like big on 92. Uh, so 92 and then it adds NT, which in the purpose of the game means normal timeline. So oh, okay. it's like history has followed its normal course, yeah. all that sort of thing. Uh, the other games, some of them have what is called an AT, uh, alternate, 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 alternate timeline. timeline. Exactly yeah. right. Um, an example of that would be a prophecy of dragons, which was the... Because dragons aren't real. Well, according to this, they could be. Could well, be. Actually, according to or this, only in a... an alternate timeline. Yeah. Uh, so a, a prophecy of dragons was the second release. I yeah. haven't played that one, so I've got no idea about it at all. Well, we're not going to spoil any no, of them. Absolutely anyway, so. not. Uh, so, th- so it goes forwards between mm. this normal timeline and this alternate timeline. However, there are some anomalies where there doesn't seem to doesn't tell you whether it's a normal timeline or alternate timeline. So it indicates that Does it's it something else. Well, it could be the future. You asked the oh, question. Okay. Yes, I did. Uh, about, um, well, 
A prophecy of dragons set in 7553 That sounds like in the future. It it kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because right now we're in 2018. Exactly. 7500 is way, way in the future. Yeah. What what other expansions have have come out then? Well, under the next one, so Under the Mask is an Egyptian-themed scenario, which is set in negative 1146 NT, which is like way back... Egyptian times mm-hmm. for all those scientific astrologist type people out astrologist. there. Astrologist? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You're just using words. <laughs> I am. Mm. Uh, then there was Expedition Endurance, yeah. uh, which was set in 1914, which okay. is really interesting. Like so a... pro- just before the Great War, of course, which yeah, wasn't so great, but. That was all like, like a really cool explorer like uh, Mawson and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, very that. much in the in the theme of like Arthur Conan Doyle kind of writing, you know, like the yeah, that's and and Lovecraft and all that kind of era. Yeah. Those sort of you know tweed jacket exactly. investigators, I like that. Yeah. Uh, then there's they've come up with uh, Lumen Fide, yeah. Lumen Fide, which is sort of set in fourteen nineteen, which I think is a sp- around about the time of the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, I don't know about that sort yeah. of thing. Uh, that sounds that sounds realistic. I'll yeah. Go with that. And Estrella Drive, which is the one that we, we had a go played. at. Well, one of the ones we had a go at. Yeah. Uh, 1982. And you got your hands on Santo Thomas Aquino. Which, what yes. was that? Well, that was a special <clears throat> uh, store promotion release. And okay. it's actually a prequel to the, to the newest one that's about to be released at Gen Con, I believe. Uh, so it's... it's Oh, Gen Con's about to happen. Yeah. Uh, now, you can completely... You can read it. It's on the back. It tells you that it's... Uh, your mission is to free the receptacles of 1685 Brotherhood of the Coast scenario, which is the new one that's being released. Yeah. So, yeah, you can play. This gives you an idea of how to play. Yeah. And if you like what you see, you can go and pick up that album. But you don't necessarily have to because... There's absolutely no compulsion to play these in any chronological order or anything like that, yeah. or even release order. So how do we how do we play it then anyway? Yeah. So we, we we crack the scenario box. Yep. It's a big pack of cards. We basically just stack it up, don't we, on the on the board? Exactly. And then start unfolding it. Bob has a chat to you. Yep. Tells you what's going on. The first card you you'll see is is what's called a flash card, right. and the flash card holds no information for you other than it says usually. Uh, do not open this until, you know, sort of thing. And there's one at the bottom as well. And that's yeah. kind of to obscure any details that you might Because it is a legacy see. game. You do get spoilers in yes. it. But the weird thing is, is when you start this, you're doing a run through the game. So you'll learn the game and you'll probably fail. Then what the thing is, is you play it again. And the whole idea is to, to complete the mission that Bob gives you before your time runs out. Yep. More, so the idea the is to get more right? efficient. And yeah. complete the game with all that extra knowledge. So you retain all that knowledge you have. And that's the cool thing, isn't it? Because you can retain it, but you can't reread it. You can't, like, no. flash ahead to the card and go, what did that guy say? Should I go there? You've got to remember it. Just the same as when you're in the, within that tableau. If you choose to go to one location and speak to somebody on yep. the left-hand side of the room and I go speak to someone on the right-hand side of the room, I can't read you my card. No. 
But I can say, oh, I just had a chat with this woman over there. Exactly. And she said A, B, and C. Yeah, and I think that's where we agreed that the role play element could sort of come into it, mm. which could be a lot of a lot of fun yeah. as a sort of a parlor game. But you're asking you know, about setting up. So the first yes. card will then tell you how many cards are in the first opening tableau. And the first ones, I'm just going to pull the top few off the uh, Asylum deck because you can actually see if I've done that, then you can see Asylum. Yeah. And then it says, do not open before reading the rules. Yes. And the rules are very carefully or very cleverly uh, put on the back of the tableau. And they match up with the with Absolutely. the board by letter of, like there's an A, B, A through to H. Well, it can each, be. And each card... Uh, it's labelled as such. And yep. it, it, they don't always go up to H. Like, uh, yeah, this, the starter for this uh, game is uh, B through to G. What are you, what are you looking at? What do you, can you describe looking what at, you angry would be Bob. looking at? Angry Bob. Uh, a lot of Boba Fett ships. Um, the Star Trek <laughs> technical crew, the science, science people. And on the right, a lonely Kirk all by himself. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So all of these cards fit together, um, in this case, B through to G. Uh, and it forms a tableau, and it, that sets the tone or the scene for what you're looking at. Underneath each of those cards, which they advise you take turns to read, and you can read these out loud. That's how they're intended. Uh, you flip each of them. Give you the rules. In this scenario, you flip each of them, don't yeah. you read them in turn. Yeah, and that gives you, spelt literally, it gives you a little bit of narrative, a little bit of flavor, the the goal, yeah. uh, the restrictions, the parameters. Does it give how you much time? time? How much time you've got? Yeah, how much time? It also tells you some. It tells you what the tokens and things. Yeah, those brown. You know green, what they actually represent. Tokens. Bullets yeah. or cocaine. Bullets or cocaine. That's it. You're hoping for one <laughs> more than the other, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then once you've had a look and you've had a look at all of the cards and they've been read out, uh, that's the rule set. Then gets packed away. You just literally scoop them. Scoop it up in the order that you put it out. Uh, put it to one side, and it will tell you which. Well, you flip the, the flash the card, as one. I said, next flash and card. will then give you the item. That, actually, one thing I didn't mention, as you're reading out and as it's setting out the rules, it's actually telling you to draw the next few cards. Mm. Uh, so the, the next most common card you'll come across is the item deck. So they're, they're all numbered. on the board. Yep. yep, they're all numbered. So you put them in the designated area, and that could be a, a, you know, quite a thick deck. Uh, maybe. And that's cool. So if it's like one to thirty, yeah. Uh, well, whilst you're playing any, yep. from any one of the scenes, you might say, "Oh, you just picked up item number 16. So yeah. you flip forward sixteen, right? That's mine yep. now. And uh, you don't have to worry about spoiling yourself because they're du- they're one sided, they're double sided. Uh, and on the top wall, you'll see is like the same stock image on yeah. all of them, which is and, a number. Yeah, and yeah. then you flip it over and you see. And what that's the item cool. Is. I mean, just to make something up, it might be. Uh, you might get a golf ball and um, later in the one of the other scenes, somebody's frustrated because they can't play golf and you just happen to have the golf ball. Exactly. That then unlocks, gives you a key, which then unlocks another different part of the sink. So they, in the story, might invite you back to the uh, golf club house, yeah. the, the clubhouse. Yeah, for a drink. For a drink. And then you meet uh, Jim the barman and, you know, <laughs> the story progresses. But you couldn't have done that if you didn't get item no. 46, that's right. the golf ball. I really like that. that that's own, a, that's a, fascinating. Well, I want to find it. We'll get onto that in a moment. But uh, <laughs> yeah. what I really like about that is exactly what you just explained. You, you That, what the hell is this item? What relevance does this item? This is the first mm. time you play it through. Yeah. What possible use could this item have? And then you, as you go through the game, you discover. And 
In yeah, the item might. deck, you can also have map uh, floor plans for the location that you're at, which as you go through, you remove the whole item deck, put it to the side, you then get what's called the plan. And again, this is the same standard for all mm. scenarios. Like say, on the item thing, you might come about it backwards as well. Yeah. You might be in a place and you can't unlock an area because you don't have a particular item. Yeah. And you think, right, on the next run through, because I don't think it's going to happen this time, we have to find a... Yeah guitar exactly yeah Yeah. the plan is the next thing that gets laid out and the plan highlights well it tells you where you are it gives you the the layout of the 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 place you're visiting Mm. and it's basically it's a map can't it yeah it can it can be a house it can be a car it could be a bus it could be in the case of the promo scenario it's (laughs) it's it's a ship which is not a spoiler because it it tells you you're on a ship so the plan gets laid out, and it's a four-piece plan, which you flip over, and it forms up all these locations. Now, you're not going to have all the locations on there. You're only going to have some of them, but they represent the places that you can the, – the places within the plan that you can visit. That's okay. cool as well, isn't it? Because you have the plan, and there's four cards that yeah. go onto the – Onto the map, and you might only be able to see three locations. But yeah. as the story goes on, sometimes you unlock other locations, which are in item ca- item cards. Yeah, which might be useful, might just be a waste of time, literally. Exactly. And um, yeah, as we as we found out, yeah, yeah, yeah we've some, been there's out. a lot of red herrings and yeah. stuff, it's just flavor stuff. But it's worth going to those things anyway. Yeah, uh, get the most out of your story. I think what we found also is in the item deck, if you happen to unlock a map part. Hmm. Some of them have the time, uh, the time sim- story symbol on them, which are the time agent <clears throat> symbol, agency symbol, which you're able means you're able to keep that part of the plan. And next, oh, next time, time when you reset it, it comes out automatically. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, that's right. That 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 happens. It's that's what hmm. it's kind of a legacy sort of item. So there's the plan. The next part will give you your mission success and failure cards. Oh, yeah. Depending on the scenario, and you can see I'm still pulling them out here, there are five in the first one. Yeah. Each one of the mission successful and then four degrees of failure. Oh, yeah. And so each one of that them has different... There's <laughs> fa- so? failure, with, failure with girls, failure with the studies, yep. Yep. failure with relationships with the parents. Yep. Failure with showing up on time. There you go. And failure to remember to bring my pencil case. Oh, that's all of them. Yeah. Covered. So that has its own little pot deck area as well. Mm. So you, depending on how well you're doing it, and, and you you are not going to succeed the first run through. If you do, you're some sort of weird freak. Yeah. Or because lucky. it's just not going to happen. You're going to run out of time. Mm. The game is literally set up <clears throat> to give you not enough time to complete the first Lots run. Lots of cul-de-sacs, red herrings. Exactly. And yeah. Another word for that. Uh, the great thing is, is when you go back to do it on subsequent runs, you're actually granted maybe a little bit more time. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you're granted more time. Sometimes you're given less time. Oh, but the idea is you're running it more efficiently. You know, if you're learning the game, you get a little bit more time, a little bit more flexibility. Yeah. And I think the way Bob rationalizes it is, uh, well, we've managed to spend a little bit of extra, find a little bit of extra money to keep you under a bit longer. Yeah. To, to, you know, that's when you're learning. Bob, I'm just like, Bob, Bob. Yeah, Bob, Bob. Yeah. Uh, the next, I mean, if his name was Rosoy after the after the guy that <laughs> wrote the thing, I mean that that would be cooler, right? It would be very cool. Yeah. the The next set of cards that you'll get to put out or get to hand out 
are the receptacles themselves, and these represent the characters. Now, you haven't seen these ones. No, no, I haven't. Right, so I'm not, I'm not going to show you. No, no, no. no, 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 no just because well, just look at the I think I've side. seen the art, though. I like the art. Just look at it's the, the art cool. for this is really good. Yeah. And there's uh, a very unhappy girl there with, like, Joker face. Yeah. This is, <laughs> the artwork for this one, I'm pretty sure, is Vincent Detroit. Mm. Uh, I think. I'm fairly certain. I'm, I'm actually, I'm not 100% sure of that. Uh, and you've got half a dozen or more receptacles. These are the characters that you are taking over. Now, it's only a four-player game. Oh, so, so you, you can come you, and play as a different character every time. Exactly. If you don't have any luck the first time around with a particular character, you or you, you come they up do have against the sort of they, they? Like, Absolutely, um, they do. I had someone that was, was good at charming the ladies. Yeah. Uh, and... And so every time there was a woman in the scene, I would go and talk with her and then I would have a greater influence yeah. uh, to try and get the information. Exactly mm-hmm. right. Uh, so all the characters have different abilities. They have different health values, different defense values, uh, and it, they have also those symbols the which uh, are the tokens, what they represent. And all of they also have a value which <clears throat> determines how many dice you roll of that particular attribute. Now... A small thing. Oh, actually, I'll make it up just for the sake of it. Uh, if you use the green, say you've got the green tokens, it represents your ability to roll uh, cigarettes. Okay. Okay. So I'm totally making up. Uh, so you've and you've got the number three. It means you're really good at rolling cigarettes. So you're going to well, so roll z- zero is no ability. Zero is no ability. Higher the number, the better. Correct. So you're going to roll three dice whenever you're attempting to roll a cigarette. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, you might have the yellow symbols, the yellow tokens, mm. which represent how to light a cigarette. How to light one. Okay. So you, no. Well, actually, in this case, it might be something more along the lines of how to beg. A cigarette from somebody else. Yeah. Okay. So, and again, it might have a value of one, two, or three, which means one, that's how many dice you roll. Yeah. And there's one for kicking the cigarette habit that you've suddenly picked exactly up. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your, your willpower or something like that. Uh, I don't know why I use cigarettes. It was just what yeah. popped into my head. Um, maybe your. No, they usually are totally unrelated. They're not like, yeah. like we were just joking around. They're, there. they're things like. Uh, like the glib- ability to fight, uh, be able to influence people. Correct. Glibness. Um, athletic ability. Exactly right. That's, that's, that's what we're talking about yeah. here. Uh, and they also then have maybe a an ability that's unique to that character, something that they only they can do, mm. and they're all different. Um, there are some really, really creepy ones in the asylum scenario, yeah. uh, very no, disturbing. No, no spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, that's no spoilers. all I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. <clears throat> the next thing you come across is the icon reference sheet, which is the one that explains what all the symbols mean in relation to the game. The chits, well, yeah. chits, man. Yeah. Tokens. In this case, like we said. <clears throat> Could be cocaine, could be bullets, could be... Yeah, I think we've, co- we've covered well, that. That sort of thing. We yep. did. And then <laughs> the next thing you set out, and this is as far as you go into the deck at the beginning of the game. Yeah. You have your first location, which again, just like the setup at the beginning where you're at the mm. time agency, is the first room. Okay. It's given a... There's one card, which is like a cover card. It tells you the location where you're at, um, the corner store. Yeah, and it tells you how many cards are at the corner store. Which allows you to know how many cards you're going to deal off the top Correct. of the deck as yeah. well. So yeah, you don't go too deep. So if it says if there are uh, five cards mm. uh, or six cards, including the corner store card, Gee. 
that will give you, gee, yeah, they're not numbered, they, that will give you a short description of what you see in front of you. Uh, and then each of the cards are locations with, or uh, interactions. They're interactions, interactions within, within the, scene. the scene. And so then as time agents, you talk, you freely can talk amongst yourselves to decide where you want to go. So for this first one, it costs you nothing to do this. It costs you no time. You go into this scene, you take a look at the cards and you say, oh, that's really interesting. I'm going to go and see that one. Or, and somebody else might go, well, I'm really interested in that side thing over there. But you can go to the same one. You can, absolutely. And then you can share information. Yes, you can. Yeah. So you go to, you visit the locations, you all decide. It costs you nothing to do that. You then only look at the card that's in, that you're currently visiting and only you can see it unless there's more than one agent there. Uh, you scan it, read it for yourself, but then you can only paraphrase it. To everyone that's not at that location. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, and once you've done that, if it happens to be more than just a little bit of flavor, you're having some sort of a skill check or a confrontation or an interaction, you might need to complete the skill challenge, which is where the dice come into it and all those little skills that your character might have. Uh, So that's where you decide, oh, am I going to have that interaction? Sometimes you've got no choice. Yeah. Sometimes you might have a little padlock icon which tells you you have to stay there and you must do that one. You can't leave. Mm -hmm. Some of them might say all time agents have to be at this location before anyone can leave Yeah, that's right. And that's usually like a key bit of information. Everyone's got to go there. Everyone's got to learn this information. Then they can go on. So you, you do that, and if you come across a confrontation then you or a skill check, you then draw the number of shields that match that skill's yeah, it tells you on the particular card. thing. It tells you what to do. Yeah. Lay them out in piles of matching symbols. Yeah. So they can be like two, three piles high of the same symbol. Mm-hmm. And then you proceed to use the most relevant skill, or it'll tell you what skill to roll. And do your best to roll the little blue blams. <laughs> so the more blue blams you get... Success. Successes and the other, the, the shields are yeah. removed. And it's just eliminated, eliminated until there are no shields remaining. Once that happens, you've succeeded. Mm-hmm. And you unlock whatever it is. Maybe it's an item. Maybe it's... Actually, it's usually an item. Maybe it, it could be extra token resources. And uh, if... And if uh, it could be a lock... If- if you go somewhere and, then, and nothing is happening, you can choose to move on to a different location, but then you've got to spend time uh, off the time tracker to get there, yes, don't you? Yes, yeah. This, this is where the balancing thing comes in. So if everyone does their little test, uh, completes it, you then need to decide, all right, have we got enough information at this location to move on to somewhere else? Mm. Or, well, I was really interested in the one that you did so I want to go there too. Now, the, the thing is, if you have a confrontation, uh, it's actually removed then. Okay. So it's removed from the scene, Yeah, uh, just set to so one side. So you can't go so you can't, the same guy. Exactly right. So you, yeah, you yeah. can't do it. And some, some of the penalties aren't just injury or something like that. It might be a penalty of time as well, yep. right? and, you, yep. and you lose time. Do you ever get time back? I know we only lost time when we were playing. 
Not that I've discovered. Okay. I think you're always you're always working in time deficit. Oh. Yeah, always losing it. Keep that in mind, time time <laughs> designers. Um, and then the rest of the deck literally is consisted of consists of locations, different locations, the ones which you go to off your main overhead map. Yeah, the the first ones, so the ones you know about, are all labelled as areas. So it'll it'll be the corner store, the um, the canteen, the the whatever. And then after that, they start being called things like location one, location seven, location 15. Really? Yeah. They yeah. stop giving them names. They do because they're secret sort of. They're, they're, they're oh, in-game so secrets. you can't spoil it by seeing it. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. you don't necessarily know where you're going. Yeah, because you're not necessarily going to the next place. Like it might be the third scene down. You yep. start at the first one. The second one, you're not going there. You don't want to know what it is. That's you're right. You're going to the third one. Yeah, clever. So all of the cards are numbered down in the bottom left-hand corner so that if you accidentally spill the deck, yeah. you can put it back together in, in sequential <clears throat> order without spoiling the game for yourself, uh, which is very nice. Uh, uh, I kind of, yeah, I kind of have to do that really in this sort of game. Uh, and that's that's the crux of it, really. You keep yeah. going, losing time, losing time until you fail, ultimately fail the first time round. Great thing is you pack it all up, put it, reassemble the deck from the start. The box probably itself has a, um, a, a save mechanic, a save mechanic yeah. as well, which is pretty cool. So if you can't finish your current run in the session time you've got, you can pack it away so that you've got your items. And this is, again, this is what the little tokens are for. So they've got this little area oh, off to okay. the side where you can stick the cards that are relevant to your yes. icon. And you can also stick the plan in there and any items you've got it gathered as a group. It's a nice inline. Uh, yeah. And then tokens down here for each, you know, what you, you, you have. Things, it's an audio podcast. Exactly. Map. I know. Yeah. I realize that. Um, <laughs> so there's these little uh, box areas where you can stick your your tokens, your health tokens, things like that, so you can don't lose track of them. Mm. And you can also stick the little time Pac-Man token uh, to match how many time units you've oh. got to play. Now, it didn't seem to be quite even. That's not quite even. It seems like I've, it's going to be there or thereabouts. I've right? never, yeah, or thereabouts. Uh, I've, I've experimented with using some of the other tokens in their place, but they just don't fit. Yeah. So in any case, I've never... Abandoned a run halfway through and nah, so I nah. have to go to something and come back to it. Who would you play with, Matt? Who would you play with? Uh, that's a really good question. I think I think you need to play it with the same group of people. So whoever you're going to play this with, they have to be committed to playing it yeah, you want probably the same crowd three to, play. to four times. Yeah. Um, which that is a tough don't... ask, isn't it? Yeah. You don't always get that. I mean, look at it. We tried to play Gloomhaven on the weekend. Well, we got four people together, but like you were in the in the But it wasn't the full hour. crew. Yeah, and you, were, you weren't involved because yeah. you was weren't available. So like getting Time Stories is asking that you get the same crowd. Well, then what you could do is you could have crowd A could play Estrella Drive. Yeah. Crowd B might play Marcy Case, and it might there might be some overlap. Yeah. But when one crew's together, they play... Yeah, Australia Drive, and then when they finish, oh, I guess it, you can do that. Have multiple groups on the go, and yeah. and and then just switch through the adventures, and and it's kind of like that old, you know, uh, it's been likened to a to a VHS. 
No, the, the game, <laughs> yeah. the the big game itself, the core set is the 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 tape recorder, is the VCR, right? And all of the scenarios are the the Cartridge, ta- the cartridges or the that. the tapes that you go out and buy borrow. <clears throat> uh, now, um, but getting back to that question of who would you play it with? It's while it's not a particularly difficult game. It, it is a bit of a puzzler and it is a bit of a memory game. So you want to be able to play with people who are going to have a head for remembering facts to save you time because the game's all about saving yeah. time on subsequent runs so you do it more efficiently. You don't faffers. If, if you can't, if you're struggling to remember the details of the first run you do, then you're going to end up wasting all your time and probably ending up covering too much, you know, much of the ground that you've already gone over that that was pointless. You know, the red herrings and things like yeah. that. So, I don't think there's any particular. Well, straight off the bat, you you need to have this. This requires a heavy amount of of lang of reading. Okay, so and deciphering and, and being able to paraphrase <laughs> and being able to to paraphrase and uh so good strong comprehension skills for a start i like i think it's people that can just color in a scene so you know if yeah. they read a card and they're going to say well look you know i i saw this guy and i had a chat and there's this happened and this happened and yeah. i get this i get the suspicion that i've got to be doing the following and i'm the sort of character that would do dot 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 so that sort of role-playing game men- yeah. game of mentality I think would come through very well in, in a yeah, game like this. I, I definitely agree, and I would encourage um, bringing maybe a little bit of that character into the the yeah. cards as you read it's, them. It's not one for your res- if you are purely a resource management strategist kind of gamer, and that's where you get your buzz on. Uh, this isn't going to be your thing. No, it's a it's a narrative driven thing, and, that, and maybe that's why that's what disappoints me the most about it because um, I like narrative driven games and. But- and I just think it's, they've missed a little bit by just not getting the proofreading perfectly right. Yeah. But I enjoyed being in there. I enjoyed go, walking around the different um, scenes that they had in the different places. And I wanted to go back and, and try to find my way through it. And, and you see, because you see certain things, like, you know, you might look out of a window and something mm-hmm. happens and you're like, oh, that's interesting. And then you run out of time before you really find out how that resolves. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I want to go and find out what, what the deal with that was. So maybe I can I can get out there in the garden and see X, Y, and Z if, if that's know, a great making stuff up. Yeah. I think that's a great narrative tool where you're you're describing this the thing you're look you're observing and and literally the best you can do is something just flew past the window. Yeah, uh, I I really don't know what it was, but it, but it seemed to have large claws. Um, and I descri- I'm describing that to you. You haven't seen that, so you've got no idea what I'm talking about. But you immediately want to go. Oh, I want to see that it was a card. Legal suit. <laughs> it had huge claws. Exactly. Um, yeah, and that's kind of what happens when you get back to um, Bob. You know, you you, you mm. get you zipped out of your receptacle yep. or you, your character that you're playing. You're back in the main room. He tells and that's you off. Kind of, he tells you off because he's angry and he's got no hair. <laughs> uh, and um, and you kind of have a powwow. I mean, there's no reason why you couldn't just jump straight back into it and play back to backs if you, if you wanted to. And that's and that's kind of what you're doing there, isn't it? You go, well, we did this, we did that. Um, these things were unnecessary. These things seem critical to the main story and they were heading towards our goal. Let's get back in there and do the key parts again. Yeah. 
and yeah. avoid. I mean, some things are obviously red herrings. You know, you get drawn towards them because they sound cool, and then you just know you've been you've been sold <laughs> a, a rotten and <laughs> yeah. The uh, the one <clears throat> the one we had a real go at was Astral Drive, which is the only one that has yes. the, uh, it has a mature audience only warning advisory on it. Is that the only one that had that? Yes, it there is. There was nothing. Yeah. Um, we didn't sure. we didn't come across anything. Now, yeah. I guess what it was was the themes. There are various themes in there which make it adult content. Yeah. Uh, That's why I wanted to get back in there. I wanted to get to the... Yeah. I, we know, didn't, got, I don't know what it is, but it's got film on the front and there was no shooting yeah. of porn. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a feeling... <laughs> is that where it's headed? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And, yeah, and that makes either. me want to get back into it and find out. Because <laughs> yeah. we only... We didn't really get very deep in that at all. No, uh, why on not? First we, we just we, we ran out of time. We hit a whole bunch of walls, didn't we? And and ran out of time in the game. Yeah, we game. might have done our customary like rule misrules misinterpretation. Uh, and I I do blame the the rule set because the the core book is not perfect. There have mm. been a lot of flaws, but thankfully... Is there a lot of FAQs and uh, there are community yeah, you help? Can, yeah, yeah, you can definitely go to Board Game Geek and get the FAQs. Uh, which are very useful, but you've got to be very careful because they all come with spoiler alerts. Yeah. So just don't click on the box unless you want to spoil it for yourself. Um, but I feel that there's a bigger thing story there that we just have not, we didn't get to yet. In Estrella Drive, yeah. You can sort of, I think things are alluded to. You'd want, look, you'd want them to be deep, deep, deep stories because you, how much are you paying for an expansion in Australian, in Australian money? Uh, yeah, easily, easily forty, forty dollars, thirty-five, forty dollars. Okay, yeah. well, that's pretty decent. That's for a it, deck of cards. Yeah, but you know, like when you're playing like Arkham Horror, you know, it's another expansion and it gives you another story. Yeah. Like, uh, I see, I'm more excited about the Arkham Horror now because it's, it's Arkham Horror. Yeah. <laughs> we we but, um, have touched on this before, though. Is that uh, you were talking discussing artwork? Yes. So, in the case of this game, there's a lot of original artwork in here. Yeah, there in is. fact, there's yeah. whole pieces of artwork very that, have been, looking. that have been chopped up. Yeah, and they all have their sort of own art style as well. Uh, the Asylum artwork is very different to the Marcy case, which is very different to Estrella Drive. Yeah, in, but they're in all tone. on a, of a theme across yeah, the whole. Lot exactly as well. right. Uh, I've got literally, I've got expansions. So we've already go- talked about how... You've gone deep on this map. I did. I've got every expansion so far. Yeah. And I've played one of them. Yeah. Which was Australia Drive with me. That's it. Wow. Yeah. And, so and, I haven't finished. Yeah. So I've got, I've got six more, five more, six more if you count the new one that's about to come out. Yeah. Well, uh, I think we'll have to do Australia Drive again and get, and get have into to, that. to get there. But you know what the challenge will be is remembering what we... Came across. That was one of your clauses. So I only play this with people that can remember. And then with the first thing is, if we play it again, we're not. Gonna we're not going to remember because it's been too long. <laughs> yeah. um, the if, Space Cowboys themselves—they've really opened this game up. And I, I literally—I jumped on board with this. So it didn't yeah, go through Kickstarter or anything, which we uh, alluded yeah. to earlier on. Yeah, they—they've given you the tools to be able to go out and create your own scenarios here which is really, really good. Uh, It's just the basic, like, icons, and they're all, like, uh, PNG folder files and things like that. So you can make your own cards. 
Um, and they actually encourage you to create your own scenarios. So you can go online and, and get. submit them. Oh, submit them, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're not. You don't. Have, they don't have to be have artwork or anything like that. Yeah. They just have to be completed. A complete game. So you submit it, and they, if they're able to play the game following the card sequence, the way, and it gives it all to you, the layout and that sort of thing. And they're looking for original angles, things that they haven't thought of. Uh, different ways of approaching, maybe some different decks, things mm. like that. Because some of them, I know for a fact, have more than one deck. Oh, really? And you don't get to open those until certain circumstances. Okay. So there's, it, there's that the thing. It's change. a very, it's a very, it's a, well, like a playground kind of yeah. game, isn't it? You yeah. can really, um, you know, like or a sandbox kind of game where you, you know, when you play a, um, like a console game or yep. something like a a minecraft or yeah. something like that you can just go creative the game the board is like that and you can just play whatever on and you can use the mechanics within the game to mm. pretty much lay out any kind of story it's very so cho- like an rpg mechanic yeah for sure it's very choose your own adventurish uh in, mm. in that's that same sort of theme while it doesn't necessarily have turn to page you know no uh but and you're I've, picking up stuff and going to places and you can see the places yeah. and you can see the characters you can. and you're looking at the tableau of like that picture. It's that really tableau, evocative you art. Can see, you can see elements within there and you think, oh, I think that will have, you know, a saucepan yeah. in it. Well, <laughs> a spoon. Somebody, we're, after a, we're after a silver spoon. I'm going to go to that drawer there uh, yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah, a shadow in the background makes yeah. you think, Ooh, I'm automatically attracted to that card. Or conversely, I'm a rep- I'm. I don't want to Scared go anywhere to go near that car. Yeah, I'm going to get jumped. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it creates that tension and that fear in the game. Now, I've I've started writing two scenarios myself for this. I'm mm. hoping, you know, eventually one day that that I might be able to do something with them or submit them. Yeah. But uh, I'm not the only one. There are many people out there who have done the same sort of thing. I don't know if any of these ones are are games that have been submitted as a result of that process. The community. They, they are, there are a number of uh, different authors for each of the games. Uh, and I, I'd call them authors in this case. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can so getting get into the game can open the door to you being creative yourself. I think and, so. I'm um, getting involved with the um, with Space Cowboys and um, getting some stories yeah. of your own out there. You know, they've, the other games they've produced, which you might be familiar with, Splendor. Uh, is one of theirs. Uh, Nec- uh, Via Nebula uh, is another one. So they've got other games, and they're they're based in France. Uh, so, but I yeah, don't. They just reprinted the Sherlock Holmes. You know, with they Sherlock did, Holmes yes. a while ago. Huh? Yeah. So, so mm. they're they're. I'd definitely call them an up and comer that's been there for quite some time. Um, the rate at which they pr- bring out a new scenario is. I think it's roughly been two a year at this stage. So 2015. So the the core yeah. set That's right. came out in 2015, and then bang on maths, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah, years, years, six expansions. They did initially. I'm pretty sure they were promising one every quarter, but I guess that was really an unrealistic expectation. Or it's probably just the artwork it's, that slows them down. Yeah. Mm. Uh, or there, there is a hell of a lot that goes into this game. I imagine you've got to you've got to get all these cards out, see that it works, see that it's not too easy, uh, put the right amount of puzzle in yeah, there, play test them all. Uh, also, give a challenge, make it yeah. make it interesting. So while we while we you know joke or, or create um, go on about the the 
the editing and, and how the English language adaption isn't perfect. Despite that, it still means that, that there's a creative mind behind the narrative of the game that's had to write all that, even if it was in French to begin with. So, you know, it, it, there's so many elements to this game that I think it makes it worthwhile. Now, replayability is a problem. Once you've played this and you've got to the conclusion, you've gone through pretty much everything in the deck that it has to hold, your incentive to play it again is, is zero. You, you really, unless you lock it away in a cupboard for f- 10 years, <laughs> maybe not that long, a couple of years and then come back to it. Uh, so this this really you're not going to want to play that scenario. But they're again. like episodes of a you know a, a a sitcom that you like or a drama that you like. You know you wait six months, another one comes out. Yeah, yeah. So, so which means there's a high there's a high instance of uh, uh, trading or swapping out there. So mm. if you don't necessarily want to go deep and buy them all yourself, and you can, um, you can look for them. Write your own. Mm. Then there there are actually free ones out there if you don't mind print and play, uh, you can do that, uh, which makes it a bit tricky because you don't want to spoil it at the same time. Oh no, I think it'd be it's quite cool if if it's if it's your thing and you're into it, you know, just to pick up another expansion when they come out. I mean, thirty forty bucks isn't a great deal, and you no, just grab another no. one and away you go. You know, and you look at I the number of times you can look play. forward to. It's yeah. pretty good. You in look fact, at the- in, in in a sense that makes replayability infinite with this because Time Stories itself can be infinitely played with from with as that many scenarios. Yeah. yeah, from that point of view. But yeah, what absolutely. we're talking about is each expansion has a finite amount of plays. Correct. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I think that's like I I really enjoy the game when I'm in playing it, but it's it's yeah, a big it's time good. investment. Uh, not not um, Twilight Imperium or Arkham Arkham Horror um, investment, yeah. but it's still a considerable amount of time. Like you might you might play this in August and not get back to it until. December. How can you say that? You don't know what people's time for. No, I, I don't. But that's just yeah. <laughs> played every weekend. Well, I, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, look, giving it the wife test. Uh, my wife played it. She enjoyed it. So, so yeah. It's, yeah, it, it's, it goes outside of hardcore gamers for sure because it's a story. You're telling stories and you're sitting down enjoying a story. Yeah. All right. I think I think that's that was time stories. That was time stories. And how did we do? I think we did pretty, pretty well. Spoiler free. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't think we gave anything away. No. Yeah. White, and it's a white box, Matt. You love white boxes. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful... It is a beautiful thing on the table. It really is. And I think you made the comment when we opened it up and we started putting all the elements out on the table there mm-hmm. that the story was opening up in front of you. With The plan went out. Unfolding. You had a location. The first uh, tableau went out and it was something to look at. The, the you know, Yeah. So... No, no, it's, it's very, lot. it's beautiful to look at, and it gets you in. It's, it's very well, very, very well presented. Absolutely, yeah. And you could, uh, well, I think this one's definitely worth winning if, you, if you're interested <laughs> in that sort of thing. I think it's worth definitely worth winning. It's worth, it's worth buying. Worth, worth play. play it, play it. See if it's your kind of thing. It's certainly also worth uh, following the rules of the contest to win it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Don't do it anyway. We'll get to that right after this. In neats and twos. <laughs> Neats and twos. Oh, lots of neats and twos this week, Matt. What have you got to to, to get the uh, mm. the fire started? There's a lot going on at the moment in the RPG world. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost is that 
the season, the new season of the Adventurers League has been announced, and yep. it's in season eight, coming out in September, and it's in line with uh, Wizards releases for Waterdeep. Um, they're so doing they're doing one for. Um the new magic release, yeah, as well, for Return to Ravnica, yeah, yeah. and well, there's all, well, Ravnica, Ravnica, as, Guilds as a, of Ravnica, Guilds of Ravnica, yeah, that's right, mm. and or oh, they've also released one for Eberron as well, which is an older setting. Right. Um, I think there's been a lot of people waiting for that crossover between the MTG and the RPG yeah. and the uh, RPG world. Uh, you so said there's yeah, some changes into the uh, Adventures League, League yeah. scoring, though. There is. Or so they're, dis- they're dispensing with some of the traditional conventions. So, you know, we're, as uh, role players playing D&D, you're used to seeing your experienced counter get up into the multiples of thousands uh, yeah. as you level up. But they're actually going back to another system, which is about, it's a points allocation system where rather than earning 100 XP for completing a, a, a an adventure, you're now going to get one point per hour that you spend in game time. Okay, which is so, like XP because that's uh, actual. It'll experience. have the same function, yeah. absolutely, and you'll level up, of course. But what's what's your goal within? It? Are they going to have goals within it? Because otherwise, you just go right. I'm here. Tick me off. I'm present, <laughs> sir. I'll be asleep in the corner. In five hours' time, I'll level up. <laughs> I'm sure that happens. But, uh, no, there are actually a lot of the onus goes back on the GM to decide whether the goals were actually met. So there is a bit of a penalty for that. So if if um, if your party become murder hobos and deviate, maybe they, they, they kill too many people that perhaps they should have saved, they might end up <laughs> losing some of that, uh, the, some of those XP, those points. Yeah. Um, so that they uh, earn maybe two instead of three. So there's a little bit of a, a stumbling and progression there. So okay. that, that's a change. The other one is the way gold, uh, so rewards are handed out. Magic items seem to also be more like a menu type thing. So there's a bit of variety in, and uh, where you get to spend your, I, I don't know the proper terminology at this stage, but loot point or something like that. So you can actually choose the sort of magic item that you want. Okay. Uh, that sort of thing. That's what it looks like anyway. Um, so and, and so they're the new, that's the new thing that's happening in, in Adventurers League. So season eight starts in yeah. September and I've, it's going back to Waterdeep. I've got uh, Saturday 28th tomorrow uh, is the launch of Kill Team, which is yes. uh, the new Games Workshop skirmish game which is off the hook amazing. Uh, we've had a feel of some of the boxes. Have you played it yet? No, I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Uh, like I think Kai and a couple of the other guys have had a look at it. Uh, these boxes are full of gear. The board is amazingly good quality thickness, yeah. uh, solid, solid bit of kit, and it's full of scenery, and you can use, I, th- I believe you can use your, some of your old 40K miniatures as your team. So you can rock up yeah. and get a team. And some of the... Uh, like even just so the they've done some really amazing stuff. They've got something that's overly named. It's something like the a team case or uh, something like that, and it's basically uh, like a nylon bag. But yeah. within the side of it, it's got a really good foam inserts for your for your team, so you can insert it. It's oh, like okay. it's pretty really good stuff. 
So uh, it's looking super flash. And like I said, like you, you know when you usually pick up a, a big G-dub box? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's quite light and you think, oh, it's full of plastic and I'll make, I'll add the magic with my paint job. Yeah, of course. You pick up some Kill Team stuff, it's like, well, there is some serious gear in there. It's yeah, really heavy. Yeah. And they're also coming with a serious price tag, but, but, but no, no, befitting no, what, that, what's in there. I wouldn't say, well, I wouldn't say that at all. Back in the day, though, if you were buying a uh, – and this is not a criticism or anything like that because, uh, you know, if you were buying the original, like, Battle for McCrag and things like that back in the day where you get the full game in the box for 40K yeah. uh, and you'd be paying, you know, $100, $120 for it um, – it seems to have moved, you know, progressed on from there where you're getting all of the extra stuff, all the extra scenery. What you're you getting. get in the core set is is monstrous. You get like so you get loads of gear, but then you can buy I think I think there were teams, uh the names escape me right now. Yeah. And the team the team boxes are uh, you get you get you get scenery and a team and uh, all this other mm. gear that comes with it. Oh, but it's a very it's, different it's game. Really it's good. not. It's it's set in the 40k universe, of course, but it's not 40k. It's its own thing. Yeah. Uh, in the same way that uh, uh, Shade Spire is set in the Age of Sigma universe, but it's not Age of Sigma. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, I look forward to seeing uh, more information come oh, out about it. It's going to go off, and it's also like Shade Spire. So I think it will be set up for. Quick fire tournament play. You'll get mm. a lot of um, organized play. In fact, there is organized play coming for Kill Team. Speaking of organized play, you've got the opportunity to go out and organize a game of Zombicide, the RPG, yeah. which is uh, being released by uh, Cool Mini or Not uh, in the not too distant future. The first details of it have been released, and it looks like. It's going to have a lot of in theme for players. It's actually, there's multiple layers. The first one is for the players themselves who are going to be going through the story of like the the beginning of the outbreak. So when the, the undead sort of start to emerge, that sort of thing. So how they came together as a group. So very much survivor oriented. Very much uh, the or not in Cool Mini. Exactly. <laughs> and the... Skill sets and things like that are going to be very similar to what you see in the board game. So mm. you can expect to be able to have like very basic skills. You use those and then as the shit gets real, uh, those skills get a little bit better, that sort of thing. So yeah. I don't know whether it's going to be XP, you'll level up as you do in the game and everything. Um, then for the GM who's running the game, uh, there's, there's talk of unique dice that help you interpret results of the game. Uh, When's also, this out, I'm not sure when it comes out. It's just, yeah. it's in it's the works. It's been announced. Today. It's been announced, yeah. uh, up and coming. The, um, the other thing about the GM is they can, it, the dice they use also worked as a bit of an, a bit of an AI. So it kind of helps determine what, the response of the zombies and stuff too. So, and and there's a whole host of changes. You know, zombies that spit shit and zombies that uh, are big, massive, hulking creatures. So I expect all of those archetypes that are in the game to be there. So mm. yeah, look out for that. I, I, when it comes out, uh, you can expect me to get into it and and give it a go. Personal yeah. arbitrary uh, milestone time: mm. 777 likes for Seven Land Hand happened this week. That is. Awesome. Seven yeah. for seven, seven, seven. Yeah, and I hope I hope every one of you has a hypermagic nerd or equivalent badge <laughs> if you don't and you want you just get involved and uh will and you get mentioned in these here neats and twos. Uh you can write to us at podcast at seven land hand 
and we'll send you out some merch. And we're slowly, we're getting around to it, doing proper other merch. But it's just, you know, eventually. We still need ideas. We're looking on that golden million dollar idea, Aaron aren't we, that doesn't do, cost no, a million Aaron dollars. Aaron wants to do beanies. Beanies. Yeah. He's going to knit them all, isn't he? Yes, he is. Because well, we want proper woolen. And so stick. look forward to a Seven Land Hand beanie in yep. 10 to 15 years. Yeah, that's right. That's when it's coming. <laughs> uh, other neats and toys. I'm looking across the room. We've, sh- we've changed the podcast around. And I'm looking over at the gym, which now has uh, Gloomhaven sitting on it. Yeah, that's its proper place. And it looks really good on there. It makes the whole... It's like one of those multi-purpose gym uh, units. And Gloomhaven <laughs> looks really good there, just sitting on the seat. Makes it feel like I never have to go and use the actual gym. No, you just got to lift the Gloomhaven box and you'll get your workout. Super personal, neat some toys there. All right, uh, game of the month time. Uh, so literally, time stories. Ga- good Games is going to give you 10% off time stories all of August. All of August. You've got to state the password, Matt. Where we're going, you don't need roads. Mighty. That was terrible. Yeah. Uh, and this lasts all of August. Mm. And if you can't live with the fact you can only get 10% off, you can also win it uh, by looking at the post for this episode, episode 126. Yep. Uh, and we're going to pin that to the Seven Line Head Facebook page as per usual. Yeah. Um, uh, and this this month, <gasps> there was a winner of uh, Decrypto, yeah? There was. Okay. Uh, did we did we get told? I've got the envelope. Okay, get to, who won? The winner is Matt Goddard. Matt Goddard. Goddard. Oh, Goddard. Yeah. What, Matt did Goddard. He, what did he say? His did comment was, uh, well, he's revealed a lot. If you remember, the, uh, the yeah. comment was, tell us a secret that you don't mind sharing with the world. No, no, he, it was the opposite of that. It was, well, it was to tell us a, a secret, secret that you don't want to share. That's that right. you don't want to share and would probably promise not to tell anybody. That's right. So we're not... We're actually, so maybe I'm not going to tell you his comment, but no, sh- no, I am. Yeah, we will. Uh, okay. So Matt Goddard, uh, <laughs> I like... I, I wear women's leggings at home, Star Wars, Minions, Disney patterns, because men's clothes are just not comfortable to lay around in. Lay yeah, around in. That was the thing on um, IT Crowd. Um, they, they were Moss wore women's pants And it gave them an amazing confidence They were doing some sort of video podcast And it was shit And then they wore women's pants And it was amazing <laughs> So next month Matt Women's We'll go shopping for women's pants, pants yeah. See if we can level up the pod a little bit Alright Yeah we'll see if anyone notices the difference Yeah Write in if you can tell the difference <laughs> Between women's pants or not At Seven Land Hand Write to Seven Land Hand Oh, right to podcast at sevenlandhand.com. So, but on the other hand, if you're Matt Goddard, get in touch with the podcast and uh, we'll get in touch with you on how to, you can uh, yeah, we'll claim get in touch. your game. We'll get in touch with you. Mm. I'd just like to shout out to uh, Troy Cleary. He's already got a whole bunch of gear, but if you're missing a badge, Troy, write to us. We'll send you one <laughs> that you're missing. Uh, his secret was, he said, this is a big one and it's really hard for me to admit, but I was born male. M-A-L-E. Wow. Which gave us the opportunity to say, I was born male, M-A-I-L. Uh, <laughs> Mum stamped me out and said, let's see how this envelope envelops. There you go. Uh, and then he gave us a raising of the glass, which is very <laughs> dignified, and then responded, seven line hand, sounds like you suffer from some sort of post-traumatic syndrome. Oh, well, maybe we should keep the badge. Maybe Quality you need stuff. It. No, come on. That's good stuff. Thanks, Troy. That's great. We like our long-term listeners. Uh, yeah. yeah. So please, uh, I've got. I'm already starting to think of the uh, competition, not the competition, but the comment that you can leave for this month, uh, for next month. What are you for doing? Time you thinking of yeah, I'm how thinking, to flavor it. Yeah. Oh, we'll sort that out. We will. Uh, it'll be something interesting. So 
Again, avoid all those comment comments and things like that. Put in I don't something... think listeners do that. Listen, proper listeners do oh, like no. what Troy did there. Absolutely. Has a bit of fun. Yeah, they, yeah. they do. In- yeah, yeah. Invites the laughter. So uh, look out for that and yeah. it'll give you a set of instructions which will hopefully send you back in time. And... Look out for all those dickheads down the bottom of the uh, <laughs> comments entry sheet that's like Jat's Turk. We won't be sending you a badge for naming you. Uh, his response was cool. Yeah, well, you know what? It's our podcast, so we can decide whether or not we uh, yeah. like that sort of shit or not. No, we just leave them alone. They don't get a comment. But but beware, you do open yourself up. If you yeah, just Matt do something like that, I will attempt to engage you. And if I get something back, then my job is I can, I'm fulfilled and I can actually eat yeah. for, that, for that next month. All right, so uh, that was last month's winner. Uh, we'll be in touch. Um, so, yeah, get... Get you get any comments on this? If you've got some sort of big event going on, like we had Trent on last week with the LARP, we did. He's yeah. going to send us a whole bunch of photos of, of an event. Um, he's, he said he'll come back after you've done your cameo, Matt, and we'll have a yeah. we'll have a review show and see how it went. Yeah. But if you've got something like that, if you've got a big event, send some photos through. We'll stick it up. We'll do a gallery and and uh, expose. This yeah, well, is what's going on in. Troy Cleary's house, for example. Exactly. So we can actually see uh, Matt Goddard wearing his women's pants wandering around. Yeah, if you can you know, keep it gamer about. related, like something that other people would be related to, Ooh, even better. Playing Carcassonne, playing the new game he's just won, Decrypto in ladies' pants. There you go. We need a photo of that. Brilliant. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good post. All right, in uh, a fortnight's time, we'll be back with an MTG pod. Uh, we'll find out how the core set's traveling. Uh, fun stuff, I hear. Yeah. Um, on no those spoilers. nice new play mats at the uh, at Good Games Cannington, the uh, oh the table very nice tabletop play mats. Yeah, um, and yeah, the actual you know they always take they always take their time with the artwork for the set. Like core set comes out, everyone goes, oh, Nickel Bolas looks sweet with all the purple <laughs> lightning. Where's the play mat? And we're like, oh, that'll be out just before Guilds of Ravnica when you're just about lost interest. Yeah, that's a sad thing. It's that. amazing how they screw that up every time. <laughs> it's pretty much just get the art from a card and just pr- accidentally print it on something yeah. that would represent a play mat and miss the card. Send that out. Maybe that's what we can do. Mouse pads. Mouse pads. Oh, I don't know. Why not? <laughs> uh, next month. I don't know what we're going to do next month. Are we doing Cheering Tumble? Turing, there I has been a little bit of talk about Turing Good Tumble. Good Games HQ wrote to us and said, how about a bit of Turing Tumble? But yeah. I don't know. Is but if we time it, add it with something else, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. we'll look at it. Maybe so we can do stay that. tuned. It might be a bit yeah. of a surprise. Well, we, there'll be an unboxing anyway. We had Just because we toyed with the idea of doing shit month August doesn't mean that Turing <laughs> Tumble is shit game if we do that. Yeah. We, we're, I don't know. We, we need to do shit game month one month. Yeah, we but, do, yeah. Um, that's good. We're going to have to think. What we don't mind having a pop at. <laughs> and, um, if you've got a suggestion for what we could pop, at, uh, have a go at for a shit game. That would be good. I'd like to do that as a post. But the, po- the you know, they can do like voting Yeah, slips, the polls. The polls. Yeah. But you can't add extra. Maybe it's just comments, isn't it? You go, okay, shit game yeah. August. That's the post. Now comment below. What's the worst game you've ever played? Yeah, that's it. That's not Sounds bad. Right. We should just do that. Shit Game August. There we go. All right, cool. That's a thing. So look out for Shit Game August. Yeah. Brought to you by Sandland Hand. Yeah. Um, what's this? Maybe a local game. Oh, yeah, that's right. If we... Yeah, we, oh, that's right. We've got a local game that we could have a go at if it's, if it's good. Oh, yeah. No mentioning your names. 
No, no. If it's good, we'll talk. We'll tell you about it. Bit of a surprise. Perhaps. Yeah, if it's not, we'll stay quiet. So we don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to upset a local designer. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, that was episode one, two, six. Time stories. Yeah, we're yeah. getting up there now. All right. Hopefully, we'll go back in time, look at this, and, and uh, reflect on it. There's, we'll have to go back a high point. In, uh, uh, time machines and uh, change anything. Uh, caissons. Caissons. Hopefully, Bob will be there to help us. Oh, okay. As long as he's scowling, you know, he's got a, he's got a great scowl. Big right. set of eyebrows. Good night, everyone. Good night.